Hello and welcome to the Managing Uncertainty Podcast. This is Brian Strausser, Principal and Chief Executive here at BrightPath. And in episode 165, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of the Managing Uncertainty Podcast. What does it take to write, record, edit, and produce one of the leading crisis management and business continuity podcasts in the world? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to talk you through exactly how we put out an episode every single week of the year. How did we get started? Well, we started publishing our podcast in November 2016. Our first episode was entitled, Shouldn't We Have a Plan for an Alien Invasion? And it was published November 3rd of 2016. At that time, I was deep into a client engagement that required me to be in Phoenix, Arizona every other week. So this episode was recorded using a portable podcast rig. It was a USB microphone plugged into a laptop in the dining room of the casita that I was renting in a cool little neighborhood in Phoenix. A casita is your guest house. It's the house behind the house. Mine literally uh, was in the backyard of someone's home um, and was an old garage, uh, but was a pretty cool little space. At the time, we uh, after we launched that episode, we didn't record another episode for four months until March 2017. So that pause, definitely not a good way to build a consistent audience. Um, our second episode, though, was recorded with one of uh, another member of our team at one of our clients' offices in Boston. We were between meetings, and we had just had a, an incident happen that uh, would make sense to talk about, and we recorded an episode about radar screens, about intelligence coming into you know, your monitoring process. And we started to get more consistent with the podcast not long after that. But since those two initial episodes, we've published uh, more than 160 additional episodes at the time that I'm recording this podcast in September 2022. And for the past two years, for the most part, we have published an episode almost every single week. Now, we use a little bit of equipment to do this podcast. And I want to be clear up front. I don't think you have to have expensive equipment to do a quality podcast. Your audio just needs to be good enough. Good enough for your intended audience to be able to hear you clearly without extraneous background noise. So the built-in microphone on your computer probably isn't going to do the trick. But even something as simple as Apple AirPods will probably work just fine. We use a high-end audio setup because we want the podcast to sound exceptional. But we also have this equipment because we use it for screencasts, for video conferencing calls, and for our video lessons that are part of our training courses. The podcast microphones we use are an old classic. It's the Shure SM7B uh, with just its standard basic windscreen. We mount this on a Rode PSA1 Studio boom arm. You've seen the boom arms before. It's got a heavy base or it you know, kind of bolts onto uh, with a pressure uh, screw onto your desk. And then it's got a long articulating arm and the microphone hangs off of that. You've seen this on other podcasts or radio shows, I'm sure. Um, the microphone we use, the SM7B, it's a dynamic mic. It requires an audio interface. It uses audio XLR cables. So you need a mixer or a mic interface that has a USB connection in order to feed this into a computer. The SM7B, I think, has just amazing sound, and its design as a dynamic microphone helps eliminate a lot of the background noise that other mics may pick up. The boom arm, again, we use the Rode PSA1. It allows us to position the microphone exactly where I need it to be as I record the episode. 
And then the boom arms base is on the far edge of my desk and that allows me to fold up the boom arm and swivel it out of the way when I'm not using the microphone. When I'm recording solo, I usually do this right at my desk at, at Bright Paths offices in Shoreview, Minnesota. The SM7B I have connected to a Mac Mini using a Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 USB audio interface. It's a little red box that's got inputs for two mics, some volume controls, and a USB cable, and that plugs right into the computer. Um, the Scarlett, the, the microphone interface, it allows me to connect two mics to the computer along with some really simple audio controls. We also have a bigger podcast studio at our offices here that has four spots. We saw more use for that during the, or I'm sorry, prior to the COVID-19 pandemic when we would record episodes often with two, three, or four participants. Our studio has um, space for four and then we use a larger USB-based audio mixer that will let us pull all of that into a computer uh, for editing. What about recording software and, and editing? Well, we record our software using the free open source cross-platform audio software called Audacity. It's completely free and it gives us all the tools we need for quick and easy editing of our episodes. Audacity takes just a few minutes to install. It works on Mac OS, Linux, and Windows computers and the interface is fairly easy to master. You can find all kinds of tutorials and YouTube videos about how to use Audacity. We record an episode directly into Audacity as a single channel mono audio recording. Essentially, I open up Audacity, I create a new recording, and I just hit record. We do a very a limited amount of editing. The first thing we do is you know, take out anything that I, I wanna remove, although usually there isn't anything. I just leave some minor mistakes in sometimes when those are made. Um, and then I duplicate the mono track. So I have a stereo track now left and right, like you're used to hearing. And then otherwise we just clip the beginning and end. And then we use a compression effect to balance out the audio levels throughout the episode so that my voice sounds at a consistent level audio wise, which is what you want on a, on a podcast. In the distant past, we use an outside podcast editing firm to produce our podcasts they would do some of the same things. They would level out the audio. They would clip out things we wanted removed. They would insert an intro, the starting audio, and an outro, the ending audio, that you can hear on some of our older episodes. But around 2020, we started to just simplify things and we phased out the intro and the outro along with almost all the editing. But if you're looking for such a provider to work with, we highly recommend Castos Productions. They're formerly known as Podcast Motor. Sometimes, particularly in the pandemic, we've recorded a multi-person episode remotely. When we've done that, we use the cloud-based podcasting tool Zencaster, and that allows us to record multiple remote guests onto separate audio tracks, and then we pull those together using Audacity and pull them into an episode. Podcast hosting, we host our podcast on a cloud-based provider called Castos, and we strongly recommend them. Once an episode is recorded and exported to a high-quality MP3 file, which you're listening to right now, then we create an episode in our website's content management system, WordPress, and then we attach the MP3 file. Castos' WordPress plugin then takes that file, uploads it to their hosting platform, and then the episode goes live once the episode comes up on its publication date. And we publish episodes Monday morning at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. The magic of the Castos hosting is they're also integrated with a lot of other platforms like YouTube. 
So each new episode of our podcast gets automatically created in a video format with our logo over at YouTube, and we don't have to take any actions to make that happen. It's even automatically added to a Managing Uncertainty podcast playlist on our YouTube channel. Castos then provides a custom RSS feed. Think of that as a syndication feed for the podcast. And that then gets picked up by Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, and all of the other popular podcast distribution methods that we use. What about planning? Well, on a monthly basis here at BrightPath, our communications specialist, Lydia Harper, and I have a monthly content planning meeting. In fact, it's today for the next quarter. And we use that time to plan out our website content, articles, white papers, podcast episodes, and other contents. And we, we plan out about 60 to 90 days. We track our content using a database in a system called Notion. Notion is a cloud-based collaboration tool that we've used for several years here at BrightPath. So as we come up with topic ideas, we track them in our content planning database as ideas. And then in our monthly content planning meetings, we review those ideas along with others we come up with in the meeting. And then we schedule them for production and publication. We're huge fans of Notion and we've used it extensively to manage our business. It's almost like a second brain. And we also use it to manage elements of our client engagements. We hope this helped give you some perspective on what it's like behind the scenes at the Managing Uncertainty podcast and what it takes to plan, write, edit, produce, and publish this podcast on a weekly basis. We're very grateful for your readership or your listenership in this case and hope that you continue to do so. That's it for this edition of the Managing Uncertainty podcast. We'll be back next week with another new episode. Be well.